I'm Jazz. What's up, y'all? I'm Jay. And this is the SALT Podcast, saved and living transparent. We're just millennial Christians trying to navigate life while also trying to live right. Here, we get real yet righteous about culture, current events, and the church. As believers, we are called to be the salt of the earth, so we're here to give this world just a little bit of flavor. Yo, 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 what's up? Welcome back to the Salt Podcast. Welcome we back, are... welcome back. <laughs> we are so excited that you guys decide, decided to come back for the second episode and you just didn't listen to the first one because that would have been... You uh, didn't have to do it, but you but did. But you did. <laughs> and we're so grateful um, for you. Uh, we're so grateful for all of the supporters. You know, we just yes. got started with this podcast. We thank God. It's been tough. Um, it's been a, you know, interesting last couple of weeks, but we thank God for allowing us to be here tonight and be able to record this. Um, mm-hmm. But Jayla, give an update on how you doing, girl, mentally, emotionally, everything, honey. I life check in. Uh, I'm, I'm good. Uh, I did have... Uh, as we would call an unexpected storm mm-hmm. uh, pop up in my life, but God is good. Um, and I know that situation is, is in his hands and it's being taken care of. Um, right. Other than that, I'm just chilling. Of course, I figure out what my next hairstyle going to be. <laughs> Simple stuff that. You know, um, I've been doing the matter. same. <laughs> I've been doing the same. Like I just told my friend the other day, I was like, girl, I'm thinking about getting a wig. But then I changed my mind like two days later. I'm like, no, I kind of want to keep my natural hair. But anyways, sorry, you go ahead. That's just hot girl summer type of vibe. But I'm just, <laughs> but yeah. Anyway, other than that, I mean, I'm good. I feel like I'm I'm in a very blessed position right now in my life. Um, I know he has begun a great work in me. Yes. Yeah. 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 I love That's it. Me. Well, I've been doing great as well. Um, again, I thank God for just even being here to record this. You know, you never take. You know, I've learned to not take advantage of like the small things. Like, just thank God for making it home safe from work, all of mm-hmm. that good stuff. Um, and I do have a praise report slash a testimony. Um, I did not say this on the first episode because we had mm-hmm. so much going on, but I did get a new job. I thank God for that. Um, I just started. I actually started at Jayla's um, alma mater at the University of Alabama. Roll Tide. I- Right. (laughs) And so um, I'm very excited about that. I started in early June and we we just been going, you know, full steam ahead. And I just thank God for the opportunity. Um, I've um, been able to work with uh, a lot of young college students, helping them navigate, you know, build their resumes, career development, um, academic advising. So I'm just ecstatic. Um, mm-hmm. a lot of you guys don't know, but, you know, I've been working another, in another position at my alma mater, which was very rewarding as well. Cause I worked in college athletics, but I think God, and this is a testament to listening to God and following his, his voice and not everybody else's voice. Um, he kind of did a whole 180 and I completely went another direction, but based off what he told me, and I think it was worth it, it, you know, it paid off and, I believe that he has provision on my life. And so we bless God and we thank God. So, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, I've been, you know, 
up and down the road, just going back and forth to work and getting, you know, transitioning from my old job and just, I just thank God for it. Like, it's been a blessing. I get off earlier than I did before. I make it home <laughs> earlier. So that's always a plus. Yes. Um, so that's great. Um, but Jayla, that's great. Uh, I'm glad that everything's been going well for you. Well, guys, this is episode two. Deuce. We are so, um, again, we're just so grateful for you guys joining us again. Um, and just before we get into our main discussion, we're going to hop into a recap. So last episode, our very first episode was about, the title of that episode was Life as a PK. Life as a PK. So some of you that may not have listened to the first episode, you're like, PK, what in the world is that? PK is pastor's kid or preacher's kid depending on what context you're you're talking about it um it could be either one and so me and Jayla both have common you know backgrounds experiences Mm -hmm. growing up in church we both had fathers that were ministers um and that served in their churches and they really wanted to instill those foundations and principles into us and so we just talked about life as a PK you know we didn't go too deep into it. And, you know, that was for a reason, you know, we had to keep you guys on your, you know, on your toes and on the edge of your seats because we can't, we can't spill all the tea in the first episode now. Yeah. Um, you got to come back for more. <laughs> but we did talk about, you know, how we grew up in church, you know, how many times mm-hmm. we had to go to church every week, you know, going to practices and, you know, practicing Easter speeches, going to rehearsals. Um, going to Bible studies, going to programs on Sundays, two and three programs and all of that crazy stuff. And we also talked about going into our young adult lives now and then talking about life as a college student and our experiences and having that spiritual background and foundation to kind of carry us through. And so that's really what we talked about. So if you guys want to check the episode out, make sure to go to the first episode, Life as a PK. But we're going to continue to talk about our experiences and really like dive deeper into it as we go along in our podcast mm-hmm. and as we talk more about it. So you'll hear you'll hear more and more about our experiences as we go along. But with that being said, we're going to move into our next segment and it's our main discussion so stay tuned all righty so topic for today episode two um what is your intention with my attention okay dating 101 all righty y'all first of all claps for the title okay i think that was so creative it was god inspired i won't take all the credit it was god inspired i just delivered it you feel me yes honey call me mary okay so (laughs) okay so y'all to start with so dating 101 what are your intentions with my attention so i was telling jazz when i first was first talking about this topic i think it would be good to discuss just the idea of dating versus the idea of courtship because uh I grew up in a church where we did talk about dating we even had singles um retreat and events and Mm -hmm. speakers and and stuff like that um and so I had heard of that but courtship actually was something new to me that Jazz had brought up to me I had never heard of that but she was saying how in her background she grew up 
um, with her uh, pastor teaching on courtship. So on my end with dating, my understanding, of course, dating, which uh, so many interpretations of the word, um, <laughs> but oh, maybe I should get a Webster definition, but I'll give my definition first. And my idea uh, of dating is you um, and another person, and it could in a way be other people. You can, in the world it says, you can date other people. So you may, mm-hmm. um, th- there, there's an understanding that, uh, there's not rather an understanding of exclusivity established. So mm-hmm. then you may go on a date with one guy and you may text another. Although obviously some people interpret that as uh, whoremongerish, uh, but that's that's, uh, that's one nice that's though. that's one definition. Yeah. Uh, but I'm about to I'm about to Google search this, y'all. Let's see, dating defined. Go out with uh, parentheses someone in whom one is romantically or sexually interested. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. So that's um, Oxford's definition. Interesting. What's your definition, Jazz? Oh, um, kind of hit me with a curveball. <laughs> um, I honestly, in a in a spiritual spiritual context, and I should have put this, I should have wrote this scripture down. But um, it's very important for us, above all else, above all else, to honor God. Mm-hmm. And um, when you honor Him first and foremost, and you put Him first. Then when you go to, you know, as women, we oftentimes like we want to wait on our husbands or they're they're the natural pursuers. We have to keep that in mind. Like we want to honor God. So when we honor God, first and foremost, you look to honor him in your relationships as well. Mm-hmm. So your relationships should always point back to God. You know, God should be at the at the center of your relationship in order for it to succeed, in my opinion. So um, I think it's totally fine to today. I don't have an exact definition, but I do feel like you need to be honoring God and you need to be equally yoked. And we'll talk about that in a few minutes, equally yoked with that other person, with your mate, with your spouse Mm -hmm. is very important. And so I think it's totally fine to date, you know, multiple people, despite where I came from, um, courtship was a very, um, I, I'm not even going to say, I, w- I won't even go as far as to say we were taught courtship. It was something that was more so in my mom's generation um, and that generation X, if I'm not mistaken, um, before us, they were ingrained with that idea of courtship and um, being committed to that one person and not dating multiple people. And that just comes from AKA the holiness church Pentecostal church that's just what they were brought up on and even my mom she you know she doesn't agree with everything obviously we're more progressive and modern even my church today where we don't think about stuff like that um we're not taught that you know in that context necessarily but um they were taught that when she was growing up so you're so, saying you have to you just meet one person and you guys are just it's that correct. one person like your intention is to marry type of thing or what or right what, what is it so courtship, the way it was told to me and the way they were brought up was you, you kind of, you don't date that person and you don't date multiple people. You're kind of just like the man just courts you, quote unquote, and y'all, you guys are only talking to one another. Um, I guess you're communicating. Maybe you're not physically, 
physically going out on dates. Again, this is just my interpretation of what I've heard. I wasn't personally taught this, mm-hmm. but um, that ma- that man, that particular man just courts you and you guys have the understanding that you'll eventually get married. Of course, there's no sex. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's not even in discussion. Yeah. <laughs> we'll talk about that <laughs> even more, not only in this episode, but other episodes. Um, but courtship is like, you know, it's really in that biblical context. Like this, per- this person is courting me, you know, I'm only talking to this person. I'm only, you know, um, interacting with this person. And then at a certain point we get married. That's the kind of context that I have. Again, mm-hmm. I don't know. I probably should look up Webster's dictionary or Oxford's dictionary. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, definition <laughs> of it. But that's literally just based off what I've heard my mom say back in the day, what they mm-hmm. were told versus now. Again, I believe in dating multiple people. Um, and I also believe in intentional dating. Mm-hmm. Talk about that. Intentional dating in the spiritual context is your end goal is to get married. Mm-hmm. You're intentionally seeking someone else to spend the rest of your life with, to commit yourself to, and to marry them, you know, to start a life with them. And as Christians, we have to intentionally date always. That has to be the, at the forefront of our minds because we're not just dating just to date. So we can't just date to have fun or just, just, I mean, I've been with such and such. That's a no, good point. Two years, we've been together, we broke up, it didn't work, but now mm-hmm. we're trying to get back together. Like, not like, you know, even though, not right. like that. Well, I think it depends on the person and the situation and the context. I'm, I, I'm a big person for that because everybody is different. Some people's relationships are toxic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Some people's relationships are toxic. Um, they're damaging, they're abusive, um, depending on what that person or persons what they're going mm-hmm. through is mm-hmm. very unhealthy to stay in that relationship but That's true. sometimes you know depending on who it is god may god may do a work within a person and they become saved or they find god or they become a christian mm-hmm. and they change their ways i'm not saying you need to do this with everybody please listen to me when i say this <laughs> do not say do not take my take my words and run with them you do not need to get back with an ex just because it seems like they're saved. Don't do that. You also have to be spirit led. And we talked about mm-hmm. that on the first episode. You yeah. got to be spirit led and you got to pray about every situation. Don't just jump yeah. into these um, relationships. Oh my goodness. <laughs> um, please don't. <laughs> uh, take your time. Get to know people. And I think this is almost a tangent, but sometimes people don't think about um you know, it's okay if you and such and such didn't work out. Like, mm-hmm. I think oftentimes, even if you're a good woman, you sweet as pie, you got a good job and he got a good job, he's sweet as pie, you just may not fit. They just me, you know what I'm saying? You could mm-hmm. be too good. He can be a good man. She could be a good woman, but you exactly. could just not be a, a, a good fit for each other. Or, you know, because because oftentimes a relationship should help you grow. Um, and there are some people who they just they're so good. I mean, I'm just saying they don't challenge you. They don't grow you. And so the relationship dies and people are like, oh my gosh, she was so sweet or he was so nice. And you guys are so good together. Well, yeah, but I mean, it just, it wasn't what, what was meant to be. It wasn't what God maybe had for you, you know, right? Um, to grow you, you know what I'm saying? And so I think sometimes 
people don't want to accept that fact. That doesn't mean you're a bad person. It doesn't mean you failed. Mm-hmm. The relationship did not succeed. Um, it just wasn't meant for you, you know? And, and of course the cliche, you know, what is meant for you is for you. And, and that is true. And what God has for you, you know, no, no man, woman, boy, child, or anything can take that away. So let's not forget that. Exactly. Um, but yeah, so that's dating, that's courtship. Okay. Boom. Now that we got our definitions down. Um, so let's, say i meet a a young fella whatever so let's talk about shooting your shot yeah okay explain. let me talk about it because explain it for the people please shooting your shot for our seasoned saints out there um is you um making the effort to get someone's attention um i would not say it's the same as cat calling um, it may be somewhat adjacent, but more appropriate than cat catcalling is, is more derogative and it has mm. a negative connotation more to it. But it, shooting your shot is essentially um, making your effort to get someone's attention. Um, this could be a DM or direct message on a social media platform, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, this could be uh, the infamous gas station. You know. <laughs> I'm so sorry y'all but that is so funny because it happens to all of us all women go through that that is hilarious I'm telling you you want to feel good about yourself go to a gas station (laughs) go to a gas station I kid you not I'm trying not to holler I'm trying Um, not to holler in the hood perfectly but anyway, um, so yeah just getting somebody's attention and so I, I personally have struggled with um well I've never done it but wondering okay is it okay for a woman to shoot her shot like and and let me clarify what I mean by that is I'm not saying I'm going to ask a man on a date that's Mm -hmm. not what I'm saying I'm not saying I want to lead but hey you know I see a dude and maybe we in line and I come and be like okay you got those you got the new um I don't know, flavor lays, are those good? Have you tried them before? And we kick off a little conversation. I don't know. Right, right. You know, or, you know, some smaller, oh man, I like your shoes, where you got it from? You know, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, is it okay to, and that's my way of kind of shooting my shot, you know, engaging in conversation. Right. So like, is that okay? Or should I, cause I feel like I'd be tired of the games. Just a little, I could take in a grocery store. Like, come on. Right. Like, is it, what you think, Jazz? Like, yeah. Do you think you should let the, like, shooting your shot specifically? I'm not saying leading. This is not leading the relationship. Asking right, right. Right. I think um, sometimes it's appropriate. It just depends. Again, I'm just one of those type of people. It depends on the situation. Um, I've heard a lot of girls, a lot of young women, girls, whatever, they say they ease it on in there with guys sometimes where it's like on social media and, you know, with millennials, a lot of our you know, communication through social media. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of girls have said that, you know, I try to, you know, like three or four of his pictures or, you know, give him a little, you know what I'm saying? A little nudge or something and let him know like, hey, I think you're attractive or something. And then that'll kind of open the door for him to DM us or, you know, just kind of give yeah. him a little nudge, you know what I'm saying? And so I, I am very much in agreement with that. If you want to do that, go ahead. I've done that personally. I didn't always succeed, but I saw somebody, you know, I saw a guy that was attractive and I may have liked two or three of his pictures. Now I ain't talking about go crazy on his page because you're going to look like a stalker. I'm just going to go ahead and tell you now, like I'm, I'm being transparent with you, baby. Like, don't do that. 
but you can do it in a tasteful way. And I've heard other girls do that as well. Um, but I think it's okay to shoot your shot in certain situations. But I do feel like sometimes you can be seen as too aggressive. Like I'm not, I mean, I'm a, I'm a, I'm not going to say forward female, but I'm an outspoken woman. I, I speak my mind, you know, I'm not scared to say hey to somebody or, you know, whatever, man, woman or child, you know, I'm, I'm not a shy person, I guess I'm trying to say. And so I always wonder, and I wish I had a guy's perspective and maybe we'll have a guest soon. Uh, but just to understand if when a girl does that, when a girl does make her effort, when a girl does shoot her shot, I always wondered if that aggression is automatically associated with the small-minded male as oh she want to have sex <laughs> you know like because Probably. that like yeah. because you no longer I guess if the woman is coming to you 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 know what I'm saying like it may mm-hmm. seem like you know oh she you know saying what's she trying to do and 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 actually I, I'm gonna shout out my, my friend Gabe I, I actually did have this conversation with him and he was telling me Ooh. it depends on your state your um the age in which you're at, your, your mental stage as well, um, as a as a man. He was saying when he was younger, if a girl approached him, oh, he definitely thought, you know, oh, okay, she, she won't have sex with me. Okay, that's what's up. But he was like, as mm-hmm. he's gotten older, he doesn't necessarily view it like that. And I think that's that's a pretty good um, perspective to have or, or understanding. So shout out to Gay for that. Um, so I answered my own question. But yeah, um, I always did kind of wonder that, but yeah. Right. And I want to preface um, this statement by saying like, you know, Proverbs 18 and 22 says the man who finds basically a man that finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor with God. So I always use that as a statement to kind of like govern the whole like initiating contact. You can initiate it. Um, like I said, you don't have to be so forward, mm-hmm. but you can, you know, I feel like you can ease it. You can ease it on in to where he kind of knows you're interested, but as a as a woman, and this is just my stance. I'm not saying that nobody else needs to believe this, but at a certain point, you need to allow him to pursue, because God designed men for that. They're natural pursuers. Mm-hmm. It's not up to us to pursue them. If if you're pursuing a guy, most likely he probably don't like you for real, for real, mm-hmm. or he's either talking to somebody else while he's communicating with you. I'm just being honest, because most mm-hmm. me and Jayla both have both. Um, come in contact and have experienced guys that really like us and they really pursue us because they really want to be with us. Mm -hmm. And they've made, they, we haven't had to make them do anything. I don't know about our listeners out there, but when a guy likes you, they really like you. I've, I've experienced this. She has experienced this and I don't have to do anything. I've had, I haven't had to do anything Yeah. (laughs) when they wanted to be with me, they made the first step. Yeah. And so I feel like if I need to, you know, chase after you, it ain't worth it. Mm-hmm. I'm the prize. And that's another controversial statement I know based off social media, but, you know, work with me here. You know what I'm saying? I feel like me, my personal opinion is we are the prize. You know, the man mm-hmm. obtains mm-hmm. favor from God because they have us as their yeah. wives. We're going to encourage them. We're going to push them forward. We're going to propel them forward. We're going to encourage them to accomplish their goals and, and, um, be the best they could absolutely be so we're the prize so you know take it with a grain of salt if you want to initiate contact with a guy be very subtle with it I always do things with grace and and beauty um (laughs) don't stalk nobody but I do think it's a time and a place and sometimes on social media you can do it to where it's like you can start a conversation with somebody 
and see where it goes from there. If he not, if he doesn't end up pursuing you, maybe that's not the person for you. And that's mm-hmm. just me personally. Now, I will say, not all relationships, you know, where the the girl, say for instance, the girl pursues the guy, mm-hmm. some relationships work. Mm-hmm. Some relationships work. It's not like a recipe, you know, it's not a right or wrong, you know, recipe here. Yeah. Some people have initiated the first contact with their you know now husbands boyfriends whatever and it worked out in their favor mm-hmm. it just depends on the situation but for me personally I don't want to initiate contact I may you know <laughs> like a couple of pictures on Instagram you know what I'm saying or like spark a conversation up on Snapchat or something like that but I'm not I'm not gonna drive the boat I'm just not like I'm gonna step back and let you lead as the man but see and that's that's what people don't understand if, if you are the one asking him on dates and doing all this and you're making first contact as the woman, what makes you think he going to lead your household as a man? Right. You, you well, got that's to a good point. point. And a lot of times women get in these relationships or long, you know, long-term relationship marriages and they're wondering why their men aren't stepping up or doing, you've been driving a boat the whole time. You've been driving a relationship. Exactly. You've been leading everything. So what did you think was going to happen? What, what did you really think? God, and that's why, like you said, men are natural tools. That's because God put that leadership quality. They are, the, the hierarchy is God, mm-hmm. the husband, the man, right. the wife, the kids. That's that's the hierarchy. That's that's, it. that's the, the chain of command, okay? Um, and, and so we have to keep that in mind. Like Jay said, if, we, if we're dating intentionally, okay, <laughs> you can't be doing all this work and then wondering why when y'all get married, you know, you're the only one caring about all the bills or this and that, and you stressing yourself into an early grave because he just coasting. You you've been you've been you know doing everything this long, right? And I'm not saying there aren't good beta males or whatever, but <laughs> but I'm <laughs> saying like a man that does not lead. You know, what I'm saying that shows, hey, I care about our spiritual well being as a family. Let's go to church. I care about our mm-hmm. financial well being. Let's save money. Let's get life insurance policies. All of these things. You know, what I'm saying that are exactly. Important. And a lot of times. That's why the dating, um, those periods of dating are so important. Mm -hmm. Intentional dating. These are like, quote unquote, interviews that you have with potential husbands or wives or spouses. I didn't, you know, that didn't come from me. That didn't come from Jasmine. You know, I I listened to Michael Todd, Transformation Church a lot. And I listened to a couple of other uh, (laughs) ministers, pastors, whatever. Um, I have a group of people I listen to, so I'm not, you know, this is not coming off from my head. So mind you, I listen to some, some very smart people, smarter than me. And um, he mentioned that you're in it, like you're going on an interview when you date somebody, essentially. Um, and as Christians, again, we're intentionally dating. So if you go on that first, you know, couple of dates, I know me personally, after I date, well, I'm sorry, go go out on a couple of dates with somebody I know if I want to keep talking to them or not, it don't take long. And I'm a firm believer of if, you know, if you really trying to live for God and you're a Christian for real, for real, it don't take long for you, honey. It really don't. Um, two, three, four dates. You kind of know how that person moving. You kind of know how their vibes are. Most importantly, you know how their spirit is and you know what's important to them. And you know, if they're going to be able to lead you and your household or not most of the time. And of course, during those days, you need to talk about real stuff. Don't just be so shallow during these days now. I'm being for real. Be honest with yourself and that other person and be like, look, I expect I expect this, that, and the third. You know, I want you to pay for all the bills. I'm using that for example. 
Um, you know, I expect all our bills to be paid on time. You know, I want to live in this type of house. I want to have this, these many kids, you know, you have to, um, you have to be real with that person. And that all comes with intentionally dating. What church do you go to? Do you even go to church? Oh, no, I just like to watch TV from home. Like I can watch the service online, you know, the pandemic, you know, everybody church been closed. Um, no, boss, that ain't going to cut it. <laughs> that ain't going to cut it, baby. Oh, my gosh. I heard, you know, I can read the Bible for myself. Why do I need someone to mm-hmm. tell me what it says? Stuff like that. No. That's your business. But if you're trying to live for God, <laughs> make it your business. You know what I'm saying? Again, you trying to be equally yoked. Okay. And so if you got somebody that ain't in it, they're not at the same level, not necessarily the same level, but they don't even believe on the same, you know, they don't believe in the same stuff as you. Y'all ain't going to make it. The Bible does not lie. You're you're not going to make it. And so y'all need to be on the same page. So use that dating, that time of dating to make sure y'all on the same page, ask intentional questions and make sure you get to know the person. Yeah get to the meat of everything and of course the bible says you know how can two uh walk and they not agree Mm, so you gotta think i think i think one of the most let me say two things number one my mama always told me i think it was probably one of the the most uh, important things she's told me is dating is is about you um when you're dating someone it's like looking at you know i'm saying these people well whoever you're with you know can see things in you maybe you don't see yourself right you know hey i talk a lot hey i I cry (laughs) you know i'm emotional i'm an emotional wreck i'm not easy to deal with Mm -hmm. you know or or you know they show you know you see things you learn things about yourself what you like in a person what you will not tolerate in a person you know though these things um and, and my second point is um you have to also realize and understand that a person's faith what they believe um, it's going to drive their decisions, what they view as right and wrong, what yes. they practice, what they don't practice, uh, what is good, what is bad in the world. And so that is why what a person holds faith in is important right? because, because again, it's going to drive that person's decisions. So if they believe, uh, for example, you know, not, not being funny, I'm just using an example. If you believe this, I'm not, I'm not trying to be offensive, but let's say they don't believe in eating pork or something, mm-hmm. you know, that just a dietary restriction. That's their you know personal choice. But if you feel like, well, I believe the Bible said, you know, um, you know, everything is, is, is blessed, you know, that God put on the earth for me. And so, you know, that may bring a rift between you two, because he's like, no, you know, swines are, you know, dirty and disgusting and, you know, a demon went in it. So, you know, that may cause a rift between you two. So you got to think about these things. Like I said, your faith is going to drive what you believe is right or wrong. And so you have to consider these things when you're dating other people. Um, I think that was that was something I, I, I've learned um, throughout the years, just, just dating different guys, um, that that is something that is important to discuss. And like Jazz was saying, just get into the meat of things. Now, I don't know about Jazz, but I ain't saying you come out the dough first date you know, so, you know, are you going to pay out the bills if we get married? I ain't saying that, <laughs> but get to the meat of things, have real discussions, not what is your favorite color and who's your favorite artist. You know what I'm saying? Those are trivial, you know, don't, questions, don't, man. <laughs> some real questions, you know what I'm saying? How's your relationship with your family? Are you close with your mom? You know, do you, do you talk to your siblings? You know what I'm saying? What has been your longest relationship? You know, what, you know, little thing, you know, deep things you want to you want to get to the root to what are your career aspirations you say what do you see yourself you know make it like she said make it an interview um 
and that's it on that but yeah um but yeah that's that's just what I feel that's my truth yeah um, so let's talk about talking versus dating and I think we kind of already we may have already hit on this but in my opinion and is it adultish if you're just talk if you're not dating well if you are dating and not just talking if that makes sense sorry if I confused you on it but I feel like and this I feel like this is low-key based off race <laughs> don't get me wrong but I think black people we talk more so than we date and I and I will say this we talk I would say more in the beginning before we start dating somebody so me for example I give this quick example I think I think um, most of the guys that I've talked to um, and I haven't dated, I've, I've legit talked to them for like, you know, a month or two. And I realized like, okay, no, I don't want to talk to this person anymore. I'm not even going to, I'm not even going to take it to the next step. Well, I'm not going to take it to the next step, but I don't even want to go to the next step with that person yeah, or allow him to take me into that next step because I don't think it's going to work because we've been mm-hmm. talking. We, when I say talking, we've been texting, we've been on the phone, yeah. um, we've been communicating and we may have went out once or twice. Um, but I don't consider myself dating that person. I consider myself communicating and talking to that person. So if I feel like it's not going to work, it's not going to go nowhere, I'm not even going to waste my time really dating, dating you. I yeah, feel so like talking is like me. pre-dating. <laughs> In my book, that's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> See, some people view talking, I'll say, I'll say most on the internet, um, internet, talking is viewed as like childish and like it's either we dating or we not. I don't know. But I feel like talking again is like predating, mm-hmm. and you're like trying to communicate with that person. Okay, maybe you're trying to figure out intentions, or most time it's surface level stuff. You're not getting into the deep stuff all the time. More right. than likely, when you're talking, um, it's just surface level. You know, can we vibe? Can we carry a conversation together? Is he texting you what you're doing every five minutes? Oh my gosh, or, okay, stand it. Is is can he even? I don't know what it is about guys. Y'all, some of y'all do not like to text more than three sentences. Like I've seen the max of two with, with I'm talking guy friends, guys I've dated, uh-huh. whatever. Men don't like to text long, which I'm not saying you have to text paragraph. We know women are more comfortable doing that. We will do it. In a heartbeat. Across. Uh, but I just think that's funny. But yeah, uh, I, th- I think it's just predating. I think it's appropriate to yeah. pre-date okay can you carry a conversation you know what i'm saying because you don't right. want to get to the date and y'all sipping soup in silence right know? and sometimes you got to see if the if the person like we said are they texting back are they do they have like interesting conversation also are they facetiming you do they want to see your face often that was a big thing for me like if i'm mm-hmm. talking to somebody are they facetiming me on a regular basis um, are we talking to each other face to face? Because sometimes the conversation can be different if y'all seeing each other face to face. So I always say that. Well, with that being said, I think that is uh, the end of our discussion. Um, don't worry. This is only part one of our dating one-on-one discussion. Mm-hmm. What's your intention with my attention? Um, we will be doing a part two. So stay tuned for that. But I want to transition into our song of the week. Um, as you guys know, last week we did a scripture. This week we're doing a song of the week. So I guess I'll start. So the song that I chose this week that's been giving me a lot of encouragement and it's been giving me 
um, a lot of encouragement the last couple of weeks. And it's an old song. It's called Jesus at the Mention of Your Name by Donnie McClurkin. It's a classic gospel song. If you haven't heard it, I encourage you to listen to it on YouTube or um, Apple Music or Spotify or whatever. Um, but just the mention of his name, like Jesus, like mm. that alone, when I'm going through something, when I'm battling something like mentally, emotionally, whatever, um, it may be something going on with my family, you know, it may be, you know, a storm that I'm going through in my life. But if I just call on the name of Jesus, mm-hmm. you know, things have to change. And I felt mm-hmm. that in my spirit all throughout this, well, you know, this week just started as we're recording, but I've been feeling this song in my spirit for the longest time and it has really encouraged me. And I just wanted to share that with y'all. So. Cool, cool, cool. I actually have to check that out. I have not listened to it. I'm gonna give it a listen. Um, My song has been Passing Through by Toby um, in Wigwe. Um, yeah. So actually, I recently got put on to him. Really dope guy. Um, but Passing Through... It just honestly for recently it has been in my spirit just about um how we are just just that passing through you know what I'm saying this is not our our resting place we as believers we are literally just visitors here and it it helps me to realize that everything is in flux or changing is it's not permanent you know what I'm saying um that may be bad situations, good situations, um, where I'm at in life, where I'm at in my career, where I'm at um, financially, everything is, you know, it's not, it's not permanent. It's not temporary. And also helps me to realize a lot of this stuff doesn't matter. And that really helps me to keep going and get through um, life or whatever. And just realize that I'm literally just passing through, you know what I'm saying? This is not um, the end of my assignment. You know what I'm saying? It goes on and on to a point in which my mind can even wrap itself around the idea of eternity. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. Um, And so it really encourages me to really realize that I am just literally passing through this earth. Wow. This is temporary. So a lot of things I worry about or stress about or wonder about, it will not matter. You know what I'm saying? I love it. Like it is literally a speck in space when you think about it, because you can't, you can't measure eternity. Right. Your life, you know what I'm saying? I, mean, I think the Bible says a, a day in the eye of God is as if a thousand years. So, you know, it, it really is it's, it's so small. I can't even put words to it. Mm-hmm. And so it just, like I said, just helps me to realize, okay, what matters? What does not? You know, my salvation, yes. my life, the the um, my works on earth for the Lord, you know, and, and the advancement of his kingdom matters. Right. Uh, what I'm going to wear tomorrow, how I'm going to do my hair or even who who likes me or who don't does not matter. You know what I'm saying? How much money I got does not matter, whatever. And so I just I just think of these things. Um, I, long story short, I, lo- I really like this song. I do. Um, Girl, you I making find- me want to go to my phone right now and download it. Like, and I've heard about him because he's been going viral <laughs> really nice. he's, he's on not social like media, cussing. so I love him. He's real cool dude. Yeah, real cool dude. Toby, and then I don't um, know how to pronounce yeah. his last uh, name, but I'm definitely going to add that. In Wigwe. In Wigwe. He's, he's Nigerian. Give Girl, us some church announcements. Yeah, so um, so right, you know, before we get out of y'all's hair, um, we have just one church announcement. Shout out to Jacob Guyton. Um, he is one of my old college friends. 
we've been knowing each other for a minute. He went to the University of Montevallo. Um, he was there when I was there. He's a, I want to say he's a year older than I am, but he is so dope, y'all. Y'all got to check him out. Um, his page, well, first of all, he did our theme song. Ain't it fun? Girl, amazing. Um, he has a lot more, you know, songs and content on his page. He's a producer in Birmingham. His name is Classified Alias. Classified Alias. And you can find him on his social media platforms at Classified underscore Alias. And that's Jacob Guy. He is awesome, y'all. I, you know, Thank I you. try to refer anybody to him because he does great. Um, it, with that being said, Jaylee, you want to pray us out? Sure, sure, sure. All right. Father God, we just come to you right now. Thank you for life, um, strength, most importantly, your darling son, Jesus Christ. We ask that as we go forth uh, this week or this hour, this day, um, in your name, um, thoughts aligning with your thoughts, our actions aligning with what you want us to do and things we sing is not what you want us to say. Uh, we got, we ask that you strengthen us where we build us up, we've torn down. We ask uh, you for protection. We confess Psalms 91, God, that no evil shall befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling, God. We just thank you now. Um, we ask that you bless everyone under the sound of my voice. In the name of Jesus, we just love you. Thank you. Amen. Amen. All right, y'all. I need y'all to go forth, be great, and don't forget be the flavor the world needs. Bye, y'all. Bye. Did you enjoy today's podcast? Want to hear more episodes like this? Well, go ahead and subscribe to our podcast channel and leave us a comment down below. Also, don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Our information will be listed in the description box.